this is going to be our long-awaited uh, review of the Aquaman movie, the latest in DC's uh, much uh, misaligned franchise or universe, yeah. Their, their attempt at world-building uh, hasn't really gone uh, to plan, and they've, uh, in the process of trying to copy Kevin Feige's efforts, they've uh, shown us how inept they are. Yeah. But but this movie kind of turns the tide. Oh, puns. Ooh, <laughs> that was actually I, I didn't realize I did that. Actually. Oh, it happened. There we are. But but before we turn tides, uh, I want to turn some heads. Uh, I just found an article that I want to read mm. later, and I can speak from experience. That's why I'm I can reference the article and I'll put it in the show notes. But the title is Hong Kong has a cum problem. Oh. And I do mean cum is in C-U-M. Mm, and basically it talks about how Hong Kong loves using this Latin word, C-U-M. And it doesn't mean jizz. It means something else. Uh, something else entirely, which is wholly innocent. I'm less excited now. Um, it, <laughs> <laughs> so basically what it means, it's used as a word to describe things with a dual nature or function. Mm-hmm. Where do you see all these? So... You see them on litter bins in Hong Kong, mostly. You have cum bins in, in Hong Kong? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, litter cum recycle bins. Jesus. Oh. And that's how they're titled. But the word cum has equal weight, so it looks like you have to put in litter, cum, and recyclables. <laughs> There's just people going, here's my jar of cum in my recyclables. Right. That's, that's, what, that's what, if you know, if you're a brain-dead moron, <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> That's what you have to deposit in these in these bins. Mm, deposit. But then there's also like a ki- another example. There's a kindergarten called um, Nursery Cum Kindergarten. This is going like, oh, so wrong. This, yeah, this is as bad as those. It's, it's as bad as that conversation where I found pictures of Chinese people. This, this sounds like a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> it's actually from the outline. Okay. Do you ever read the outline? Uh, no. Okay, um, they've got some really interesting web design but I follow Josh- it's Joshua Topolsky's uh, sort of baby Joshua Topolsky you don't know him he's the ed- he was the editor-in-chief at The Verge and then Engadget oh okay okay right okay anyway and he does the podcast called um, The Outline I think it is I think that he does a podcast as well okay yeah <laughs> and um, so that's that's my opening topic just to talk a little bit about cum and Hong Kong mm. Yeah, in case anyone doesn't know, I live in Hong Kong. So much, so much so. <laughs> and Adam is in the UK, and so there's eight hours between us. It is eight hours, isn't it? It's one o'clock there? Uh, yeah, it's about yeah five past one now. Okay, so he has to podcast in the afternoon, in, in the evening, well, morning, early morning, and I'm podcasting in the late morning. Mm. Even though to some people, nine o'clock is early. Yeah, it is early, nine o'clock. It is, but in, rela- in rel- relative to you, it's, it's late. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll put that in the show notes. Let's talk about finally Aquaman for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a. Uh, it's like deja vu. It is a little bit. Um, we, but if you don't know, basically we recorded this already to uh, a week ago, but Adam lost his side of the recording, so mm. we're doing it again, and uh, we're being very careful with the audio. We've been very cautious aren't we yeah we've been we've been pretty good this has been good it's been productive and good and we have two episodes in the bank already so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah your setup hasn't failed you your new setup hasn't failed nope you. it's been good solid i'm touching there's no wood around me or is there good so i watched it first i was quite surprised when adam said Oh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen it yet because normally you get to see the movies before me. Uh, normally, yeah, I do. I do. I am pretty good at that. Normally, but uh, this one, I wasn't too. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, I've got to see this movie. I was just like, eh, I'll see it when it comes available on like a streaming or download service. What made you watch it in the end? You. <laughs> oh. And who made me watch it? My girlfriend. Oh God! Only because she wanted so. to see Jason Momoa. Yeah. Just like a, well, that's enough. Isn't that enough of a it reason? It is. He's a very sexy man. Right. So she wanted to watch it. Uh, I said, okay. I had no plans to watch it either. So actually, both of our expectations, I guess, were pretty low mm. going into it. They were pretty low. Um, 
I'd say the movie has problems, but it is okay. It's alright. It's it's serviceable, and it does have its moments of... Where I'm like, oh, that's cool, and that's cool, and that's cool. But then there are a lot of misjointed moments as well, all, all, throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, the I, If we're going to... That's, that's very quick uh, summary. My summary would be that it's better than Justice League, but that's not saying oh, much. Oh, God, yeah. And in places... In fact, better than Suicide Squad as well. Yeah, um, yes. And Batman v Superman in places. Yeah, has it because Zack Snyder was still doing something. He was still part of that. So um, mm. there are p- p- parts of it that I do like. You know, the the moments that he enjoys making. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? It's um, it's over the top in other places as well, which is ridiculously yeah. bad and good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that's our summaries. Uh, going into it. Uh, one of the first things I didn't like was the overuse of CGIing people to make them look younger. <laughs> yeah, and their uh, their bad CGI technology to make people look younger. If, if that's not a, the fullest expression of where the DCU is and where the MCU is, then I don't know what is. I know that they're, they're, they're young in the Marvel. In when they make people look young, fuck, you can't even tell. Like you can't even tell if it's like CGI'd. It's like it's yeah. like it's, it's that good. You have to really. Well, they're showing it in trailers. Yeah. They're showing a young Samuel L. Jackson in trailers. They're that confident that it's that good. Yeah, and like I couldn't believe it. when you when you watch that scene. What, what movie was it? Was it where young Tony Stark? And you're like, holy. It's f- Civil War. Yeah, you're like, holy fucking shit! You're like, that's Robert Downey Jr. When he was like just yeah. starting his career, like he looks fucking. He looks amazing. You can't even tell. It, it, it looks good, but you can. It's it's still off. It's still a little bit yeah, off. maybe a little. But you, it's hard to notice. But it's still, but that's you looking for it. That's you looking for it, though. Going okay, where where is this telltale signs? Um, once I realised it was a young, uh, a, a reinterpretation of a young Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yes, I was looking for it. Yeah, yeah. But then in Ant Man, then it's like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Oh God, yeah, with um, in, Kurt Douglas. Michael Douglas. Oh, Michael Douglas. Sorry. Douglas. Yeah, yeah, Christ. It's okay. Looks. Yeah, he looked amazing in that. Crazy. Yes, so they've improved. Whereas with the with the CGI in uh, Aquaman, it looks like a Snapchat filter. <laughs> it's just like it's moving around in his face when he moves, moves to the camera. Yeah, and I, if I remember in the last in the last time we did this, I was making a point of like, what was the point in uh, CGIing Nicole Kidman because she already looks yeah. young enough. Or the idea of an Atlantean age limit, like if they live for. I don't know how long they live for, but if they live for a long time, then you don't really need to. Age yeah, you don't need to. All. No, um, it's like when they CGI'd fucking Henry Cavill's mustache away, and it looked absolutely awful. It just. <laughs> what do you think they should have done then? Either just him grow. Maybe he could have grown a full beard, or he could have just shaved. I don't know. I know he had another film in production, but like, if you grow a beard, you know, it's not going to be such a bad idea. Like he was going for a bad Superman anyway. And I think in the comics, he kind of does have a beard, so he could have gone uh, for that. Yeah. And it, it, the audience would have gone, couldn't have moaned that much. Like, I don't think anyone would have been asked. You know, there was a, at the time of, I nearly fell over then, at the time of the release of that particular film with the bad mustache, mm. the, do you know the whole, uh, uh, there's a technology that's out where you can fake a person's face and put them in a porno movie. Yeah. Okay. Deep fakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deep fakes things. Yeah. Somebody did one, and they did their best job of removing the mustache themselves, <laughs> and then they did a they did a side by side comparison, and the person in his fucking basement <laughs> did a better job than the the DC uh, art directors or visual artists. Yeah, these people who have uh, like billions of dollars at their disposal. <laughs> But maybe they rushed it, but then I don't know how long it took the guy in, in his basement to do it, but it was a spot-on job, and you wouldn't think he ever wore a mustache. <laughs> okay, no. Brilliant. Um, That's the power of porn. We're on the topic... <laughs> <laughs> but while we're on the... Yeah, it's a, it is a driver of industries. It is. But while we're talking about the CGI, overall, I felt like in some places the CGI was pretty poor, but in other places it was like, oh, you know, my senses are being... Uh, overloaded with stimulus because it was, everything's just so bright and yeah. uh, celebratory yeah, yeah. of, say, the sea creatures and the, mm. the underwater cities and stuff like that. And I didn't, I didn't mind it there actually. No, 
All I could think of, though, was when they were going under the sea and stuff like that, all I could think of was Little Mermaid. I was just like, I'm in the Little Mermaid movie, live action. Oh, I never made that reference, especially with the girl with the red hair. The red hair, and she was like, oh look, there's Ariel. <laughs> and all I could hear was like, that, synth, oh, yeah. that, that crab going, Ariel! <laughs> <laughs> do, you the, do you remember the seagull uh, telling them that a fork is a dingle one? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is a dingle whopper. I mean, that's all I could hear as well. Like, look at this place. Isn't it neat? <laughs> that's all I could hear. I was like, fucking hell, focus on the movie, Adam. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, I referenced when the music came on and you see the uh, the sort of reveal of Atlantis, it reminded me of, say, Daft Punk. The, the electronic music was like, oh, this is actually pretty decent. Okay, yeah. I like it. Um, so in some parts... You know, well, I think CGI is good at replicating cities. It, it, it's a given. You, there's not that much detail. There's no uncanny valley. Yeah. It's just, it's just with their de-aging uh, technology <clears> that's a bit, it's a bit naff. But you, you could tell when you switched. I know it was clear you could switch from a CGI scene to a set. That much was obvious. Yeah. I could tell. Whereas in say Civil War, when Captain America is holding the helicopter with his arms. Yeah, yeah. From Bucky, I didn't know that was on a set. Mm. Yeah, it was, I, I yeah. had to watch. Well, yeah. I saw some clips on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh shit, that was a set." I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't realize. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so well integrated into everything. Mm. Well, I would have liked when they did go to the city, and you see all the city and stuff like that. And I know the story behind the city was obviously Atlantis sank to the bottom of the ocean. I'd have liked to have seen more of the old being incorporated with the new, because obviously they built new stuff around the old ruins. And that'd have been cool just to see that sort of, um, that's progression. Yeah, yeah, just to see that thing because you, you get it in in real life uh, cities around the world, don't you? Like where there's old buildings incorporated into new buildings, and it's it, it yeah. just looks dead cool. And I reckon they could have, you know, focused more on some some of the stuff more on that. They could have also focused more on the people and uh, the actual civilization itself, which they didn't really focus on. They just sort of like it's just, it's just a template to be. Oh, here's this place, and this is where we are now. And then, yeah, it's, you mean you mean sort of like what they did with with uh, building Wakanda? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you really get a feel for the culture in uh, Wakanda. Yeah, that's what I mean. They made loads of effort to to do that and to show the viewer, oh, this is the society and this is how it works and this is the yeah. rules and how they do things and their culture and it, it made sense and it gave you a, yeah, it felt like yeah, it gave you a bit more more to it, more uh, substance. Yeah, um, if, whereas actually my, one of my criticisms of the Thor franchise is that Asgard is just a backdrop. Yeah, yeah. And that's based on, you know, uh, human mythology just as much as as Atlantis yeah. is based on our own mythology. Yeah, and yeah, Thor had we don't loads. Really, we, don't really, we don't really take it any further. But Wakanda, which is entirely fictitious, mm. is given much more of a, much more um, depth. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And imagination, uh, and yeah, more more of that culture is shared with us. We're just supposed to assume, oh, this is Atlantis, and this is what the Atlanteans <clears throat> uh, evolved into, and then all the Norse uh, mythologies. Well, this is where they live. Yeah, they live on a fl- on a flat on a flat Earth. So, I mean, it, that was it. And like you say, it was just like it's like a backdrop for the story. It's like oh, that, that that's that place. Let's move on now to the next scene. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. Yeah, even but then even and I said this in the in the episode we lost. <clears throat> even the people chanting and cheering. When the camera focuses on them and there's that dramatic pause and they're all really happy, that was like a very human sort of reaction. It doesn't say anything, but it, at least it, the crowd did something rather than just yeah. you could have shot it from a, a longer distance yeah. in terms of camera angles. And it, they're just like a, a hazy mess of cheering people. You actually got up close and saw Atlanteans celebrating. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, reactions and <clears throat> emotions. Yeah, so that was good. Mm-mm-mm. Um, speaking of more reactions, I know we haven't talked about Jason Momoa yet uh, in detail, but we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, the the soldiers. Something that I liked was the fact that they were kind of imposing, and I didn't at first understand why they've got water inside their suits. But then you find out that only the royals, for some reason, can breathe water and air. That's what I mean. So that more explanation into the society and the people would have explained that, and you go, oh, okay, that makes sense right. now. Yeah. I didn't get that either. Then, I was like, just, oh, "Fuck! Why can't I didn't get that either?" As well, when they, when their when their suits got smashed, and I was like, "What? What's going on? Why can't they breathe normally, like Aqua Dude?" And it's just like, "Oh, he needs to stick his head into the toilet with the water <laughs> to survive." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck it's sake!" 
I, I like that. It gave, it gave that particular soldier something to do. And again, it's like another character thing that because it's not fleshed out, <clears throat> the backdrops and the people are not are just they're just they're just a setting. Yeah. And there's no need for him. Even when you get into like the different kings, when they killed that lizard underwater lizard king at the end, yeah. in like two seconds flat, it's like I don't know who this is, and yeah, I, I'm not I'm not interested. Well, why should I give a okay. shit? Yeah. Right. You, you, there's no setup to it. Whereas with Dolph Lundgren's character, you are kind of more invested yeah. because he's got a daughter, and it's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and he's got a couple of lines, and he's got some thoughts and feelings about, you know, who should be Ocean Master. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ocean Master's a bit of a gay name, though. Yeah. The whole, I mean, <laughs> they've done well to sort of make Aquaman less gay because he's always been, like, the lamest yeah, yeah. character in probably their universe. So, yeah, they've done a good job at that. But, yeah, they could have changed the name up a bit. Like, Ocean Master does sound a little but bit... Probably stays eh. true to the, to the comics. But speaking of expectations, if we stay inside that theme, um, I don't think we expected a lot because... Uh, Aquaman is sort of ridiculed. Yeah, yeah, he is. And one way to not pile more ridicule on a on a character is one, make them a person of color because no one is allowed to <laughs> take the piss out of people of color. Yeah. And then two, um, you actually change the aesthetic of the character and you make it a little bit edgy. Whereas in the comics and cartoons, he didn't seem that edgy. No, no, definitely not. He was just like this blonde-haired <clears throat> white guy with a lame suit. And he could talk to fish. Speak to fish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was just like, woo, great. Um, yeah. I, I, I did like the beginning scene, though. The opening scene of the movie was really good. Like I said, I think, yeah, well, yeah, we talked about it before. Um, the, the music. Yeah, but what was it? It was just like. What was the opening scene? It was just him attacking that sub. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. just, it, was just, it was just badass and also really corny and it kind of a throwback to 80s sort of action movies as well where like the, the camera yeah. would slow like pan on his face as he'd make some sort of quip to the bad guy when he before he threw something at him uh, and the music would chime in and it'd be like like a slow guitar riffs or something and he'd look up and say some, some fucking cool line which was completely lame but you'd be like it's cool anyway well, I think the I think the granddad or no the dad who died, and that gives uh, Manta his uh, his mission his new mission in life. Yeah. I think he was an eighties action star. <laughs> okay. I've seen him before in other. Movies. I have seen him before as well. I think you might have seen him in. I'm sure, I've seen him in like TV shows and stuff like that. I'm sure. Yeah, you will have. Yeah. Um, um, but that 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 whole thing was cheesy as fuck. Yeah. But, whole, but also the whole explanation of that of that sword and it's like oh my god <laughs> they're, they're, they're hitting me over the head with this dialogue it's so blunt I've got concussion yeah just listening to it and then you then you know obviously without a doubt that he's set up now to be an antagonist for Aquaman in the next movie as well spoilers I know I did I did like him though I liked him as a character because that all made him and I was rooting for him a little bit as well throughout the movie because he he had that little weird Iron Man-esque scene where he's building his own armour where he got given that armour and then he made it into his own and he spray painted it black and put his own spin on it and even customised the helmet um I think he did, he, he did something with the gun, didn't he? Like, he, he tore apart the gun and made it into a helmet that could shoot the fucking giant laser thing or whatever it was. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, he needed the advantage of having his hands free to fight and shoot at the same yeah, time. Yeah, which was really cool. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And he, just, he was just... A, I don't know, he was... He, was, he felt sorry for him a little bit because obviously the, what, what happened on the sub, he just let his... Dad, <laughs> Aquaman just let his dad die. Like, oh, fuck you two, I'm, I'm going. Which was a weird moral choice at the time, <laughs> for your for your hero and uh, protagonist of the of the movie to be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna fuck those bad guys. I'm gonna let him die, and you can deal the consequences later." And he even states later on in the movie when he was talking to Mira, like, "Yeah, that that guy, I, I I screwed him over earlier on, and that's why he's coming after me." Oops. Um, just 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 to know that the guy who died. His dad, mm. who who died, he was in um, the Abyss, a James Cameron movie. Oh, uh, okay. Do you remember the Abyss? Yes, 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 yes. Oh shit! Yeah, he was also he was in that. He was also in Star Wars. Was he? Episode two. Was he? 
Are you looking at? Does it say so on uh, Wikipedia? You looking at the same guy? Is it Tamira Morrison? Is it? No, Michael Beach. Michael Beach. Yeah, he played. He played um, Jesse Kane, who's the father of M- Mantis. Oh, uh, okay. Who was playing David Kane? Black Manta. Michael. Beach. No, I can't. I can't. Michael Beach. Okay. Can't find him. Okay. Well, I found him. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, he was in the Abyss, and then when you talk about TV, he was in. Oh wait, I found here. him. Yeah. He was in Quantum Leap. Knight Rider 2010. Was he in Hundred? Sure, he's in Hundred. He was in Law and Order. ER. Yeah. Um. Spawn, Tom, uh, Todd McFarlane in Spawn. Oh, he only did the voice work. Um, he wasn't a hundred. I, I, I know him from Hundred. Uh, this show called The Hundred. And this is where we get him from most. Probably he was Colonel Abe Ellis in Stargate Atlantis. Oh, wow. he had one of the the human ships. Holy shit! He's in Atlantis as well. Yes. Oh my god! We made this <laughs> reference in the last episode, <laughs> where I said like. It's weird how this has come full circle for Jason Momoa because he was in Stargate Atlantis and now he's in Aquaman and they're fucking Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. And they've got another cast member you, from fucking Stargate from Atlantis. Don't know, from those that don't know, Stargate Atlantis is obviously about Atlantis where they find it and he's just an alien running around the, a galaxy. And um, yeah, now he's in a movie about finding Atlantis again. Yeah. But they already found it in Atlantis. Oh, damn. <laughs> Wow. Shortcuts. He was in True Romance Shortcuts as well. Where were these coming from? Sorry. Um, it says television, and then there's like a list of movies at the end. There's more movies. Oh, he's in Sons of Anarchy as well. I don't know what that is. Red Dawn. Oh, that's the remake. Oh, he, with, uh, with the guy who plays Thor. Oh, he's a, he was in Insidious Chapter 2 as well. Uh, as if I fucking know what that means. You know what it means. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay, so he's been around, and that's why, that's why he's. He's been in a lot. To us. He's been shitloads. Yeah, I'm looking at his his list. Okay. It keeps going on and on, on and on and on. Okay, but interestingly, uh, Momoa, Jason Momoa, has to kill him uh, in the movie, whereas they were working together in Atlantis. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that sets up the bad guy, um, but. Momoa, what were we talking about when we were talking about Momoa? Just that scene and, and the 80s reference. Yeah, just the, uh, the 80s vibe to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it was poorly constru- it was a poorly constructed scene in terms of the dialogue. <laughs> I'm surprised you. he didn't throw that. What did he do? He threw like a metal pipe at the guy. I'm surprised he didn't say stick around just like Arnie did in Levin. <laughs> was it Commando or something? <laughs> yeah. True. Um... But Jason Momoa, I think, in this movie was just being Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like he has, it's like Jack Nicholson is always Jack Nicholson in whatever movie he is. Yeah. Some character, some actors, just they're just themselves, and it doesn't impact the movie too much. No. Unless you're really upset that Jack Nicholson is just playing Jack Nicholson in every fucking. Movie. <laughs> but Jason Momoa, having watched him on Stargate, having seen him in, um, what is it, a bullet to the head. Yeah as well well he's just a gruff bad guy he's just playing this gruff character yeah but it, but it fits perfectly with with uh, Aquaman because we don't know enough I, I don't actually know enough about Aquaman well, I don't and if he, he looks squeaky clean in his orange and green yeah it's like oh okay I don't mind that being reimagined whereas Batman is harder and more emotional more emotionally attached to us to be reimagined yeah definitely that's why we're so pissed that even Ben Affleck was killing people <laughs> in the DC universe it's like he doesn't do that Stop, stop making Batman kill people. I mean, people. They, they got away with it. Well, I say get away with it. They sort of like twisted it. So it was like, oh, he's he's older now. He's in his sort of later years. And now he's become like harsh and more fucking a bit loose with his rules. So he's like, oh, I can just kill a few people. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these, um, speaking of going back onto The Abyss and James Cameron, I have an article here, and I talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. And James Cameron is on record saying he saying he doesn't really. Let me get the actual quote here. It's a backhanded compliment. In such, he says, 
I could never have made that film because it requires this total dreamlike disconnect from any sense of physics or reality. Cameron explained, people just kind of zoom around underwater because they propel themselves mentally, I guess. I don't know, but it's cool. And you buy it on its own terms. And he's coming from the point of view, if you've never seen a James Cameron film, he's worked on movies that were underwater and he did the physical uh, camera work yeah. to get the shots that were required. Whereas now you can just CGI it yeah. and, and fake being underwater. But he was there doing it old school with actual diving crews and, you know, spending hours underwater and you becoming physically exhausted yeah. from doing all that instead of just staying to a set. This is the guy who made Avatar and likes blue fucking creatures who have sexual <laughs> encounters with their tails. Yeah, well, that's now, isn't it? Yeah. But he's pushing... But it's, I guess that's the theme. He pushes the technical. So the underwater stuff was probably pioneering yeah. in one sense because you really did feel immersed inside that inside that movie with being underwater and the dangers of like getting deeper and deeper into the trenches, especially when the, the submarine from the bad guy uh, collapses in itself. And it's like, you know, water can be... Well, water is dangerous, we know that, but it's further... <laughs> the point is further elaborated on. Yeah. But then in the Avatar movies, he's pushing camera technology rather than story. Yeah. I mean, the 3D thing, yeah, it was good. But also now it's died out. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like as though... He pushed the camera technology just enough for his movie. Everyone tried to copy it and it just didn't work. Oh, it was terrible. Everyone had this string of, oh, everything goes 3D. And it was just like, this is awful. And the the cinemas were charging more to see it in 3D. And these movies were being made in 3D that didn't even really work with 3D. And I was like, this, this is fucking ridiculous. And now he's talking about making more Avatar movies, even though it's like years later. And it's like, he's, he's not even just a sequel. It's like, hey, let's make another four. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You're going to make another four movies, James? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've only ever seen two other movies with uh, 3D, and one because I wanted to, and the other one because I had to. <laughs> the first one was Judge Dredd, that, which was really good in 3D. Okay. It worked. Okay. It worked in 3D. I didn't mind yeah. it. But I don't think it was shot in 3D. I think it was digitally done, I think. I can't be can't confirm that. But Thor 2, The Dark World, I had to watch in 3D yeah. because it was the only one left. Okay. The only seats were available were it and it was like, oh, okay, but I don't I don't really find it memorable. But Judge Dredd was memorable. That was a good movie. It was a very good movie. I bought it on iTunes. You talk about the new one. Yeah, the remake. Yeah, it's good. Well, not the remake, but a re a redoing of yeah, it, yeah. basically. The, the franchise, to try to create a franchise from it. An, an adult. That was an adult comic book movie that no one was interested oh, in. It was good. That was a good movie, that. It was ridiculous. And it was low budget, just just enough to, just to try and like make it and say, let's do it, and then we can build on it in the second and third, and they're like, no, nah, we don't want to. I've heard that they're going to try and do a TV series of it. Really? But with that same actor, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Carl Urban? Urban? Herman? Yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah, with him as the you know, title role. I was oh, like, okay. that could be interesting if they do it right. What, on HBO or Netflix or something? I'm probably thinking Netflix, I'm guessing. Okay. Which, again, it okay. would work. It probably. <clears throat> they f- they're, they're, they're on fire right now, so. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, speaking of uh, being on fire, nothing is really on fire in underwater. No. <laughs> Um, standout moments for you? Um, God. Um, I like the scene where he goes, he's finally going to go get the trident, and he meets this, uh, that Kraken-like creature, you know, the big fucking... Yep. Like an earth, what kind of creature is that? Like a, what do they call it, that creature? It's a kaiju. Yeah, like a kaiju. Yeah, definitely. Um... The fighting, and then they have this moment between each other where she's like, she talks to him, and she 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 figures out that she, he can understand her, and they have this moment where it's like, oh, this is quite a sort of heart to heart sort of moment, and then um, you see this like human side to him, and then all of a sudden he just like fucks that off and goes, well, I'm taking this trident anyway, and she's like, oh, and then that scene just cuts off, and then you don't know what happened, how that conversation resolved. Because the next minute, you see them both just popping up through the floor. And he's attacking the, the two armies. And I'm like, okay, did, did I guess you worked it out then, I guess, you two? 
they didn't really explain it. Just the next minute, he's just like, and he's riding the, the, the kaiju and attacking the two armies. And you're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, it's it was a great scene, but again, you're like, okay, that wasn't really resolved. But then, in some in, in some respects, it fits the tone of the movie. Did it need to be resolved? Uh, what more could you be? What more could be said? I don't know. I just liked that like, they seemed to be like getting on, and then all of a sudden it was like a bleh, and he was like, "Nah, fuck it, I'm taking the trident." No matter what you say. <laughs> well, he takes the trident, and then he takes her. Yeah. And he literally rides her yeah. that kaiju into battle, which is one of the most ridiculous <laughs> scenes I've seen in DCU movie. But for all the all the good all really good reasons, it's like the battle's really pretty, you know, really intense anyway, and it's of such a scale. And then it's like, "Hello, I'm going to interrupt you now with this." huge sea creature but then it's undermined by the fact that nobody really sort of like stands there in awe at what they've just seen no like he has this he has the trident and he's riding a kaiju yeah and no one puts their weapons down they just continue fighting everyone should be like whoa what the fuck and then just like that's the proper king I'm not fighting him yeah and then all the sea life comes in on his side as well yeah and they're still fighting (laughs) it's like it it, it feels like they've undercut the significance of what happens. Yeah. And then and then what do they do? He gets the sharks to turn on their riders and he, and, and the sharks eat his own men. His own those are his loyal <laughs> subjects in the end. Instead of just swimming away, they just start devouring the soldiers. And it's like, well isn't that isn't that a bit isn't that a bit perverse? Yeah. In, in a sense. You are just carry, getting carried away with the wanton destruction of your own people. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like he's like I don't really know these people. I've just sort of adopted this throne. <laughs> well, that's but that's the problem with having them as a backdrop. We're not really invested in yeah. them. And neither is he. Either. They're just throwaway characters. They're just like they're like putties out of Power Rangers. It's like eh. You always make that reference. I do because they, 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 people do it all the time. <laughs> they do it to people. They do it to these characters all the time. Oh, there's some henchmen. That's all they are. Now, what would happen in that universe? Because he's he's now the king, and everyone's like, "Yay, King King Arthur!" And then anybody who survived the shark attacks with with huge, you know, bite wounds and stuff, are like, <laughs> "Yay, yay!" I think, uh, I guess. Yeah, I uh, want compensation. No yeah, the, the king uh, on his ascent to power made, made mince me literal mince me of my legs. Yeah, if it's like I don't, I, if we're dealing with like today's world politics, it'd be like, well. You, I'm definitely claiming, or I'm suing you. <laughs> well, if, if yeah, in one sense, if the president, oh, there'd be, there'd be the war crimes or something. Yeah, it'd be a war crime against his own people, and so if he makes such a monumental mistake, then you have to pay compensation. Yeah, which which they have done, and then you're supposed to still respect the president in a sense. So they, they I'm not asking them to like go over it, but the fact that we can think about it and, and acknowledge the fact that they glossed over it. Yeah. And it was unnecessary to just kill your own troops. <laughs> that would become your own troops seems a bit silly because they're only doing it because his half brother is so intent on becoming Ocean Master to take over the Earth. His half brother was just like he turned out to just be the screaming maniac for the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they try to turn I, him into some sort of Loki character towards the end, like oh there goes my brother. I'm gonna put him in a cell now for the next movie. I I don't mind. Um, that's how it's set up in the comics. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, um, his name is Patrick Wilson. Yeah, and he's King Orm. Orm. Orm yeah. What a name. Yeah. He he's been in a film, a couple of films. Uh, yeah. Another Zack Snyder film was The Watchmen. Yeah. He played the Batman sort of uh, no. ver- version of well. Yeah. Closest thing to you, you could have to a Batman, yeah, anyway. Definitely. And he was also in a film called Hard Candy. I, I, I know I've told you last week, but we have to talk about it. Again. Yeah. Hard Candy is a very good film where he plays a suspected paedophile who is tricked into uh, basically drinking um, some alcohol that's been laced, but he gave it. To, he tried to give it to this girl, mm-hmm. and she wasn't having any of it. Um, and the girl is Ellen Page. Yep. And basically, the the begin the film opens with him flirting with her, and she's supposed to play a fourteen year old, and he's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And then he takes her back to her his house, but then she 
spikes his drink and then she begins to torture him <clears> for the rest of the movie well, it's a very good movie you should watch I it I probably will I probably will I'll give it, I'll give it a watch <laughs> I, I'm surprised I've not I've not seen it because it came out in 2005 so I'm really kind of I'm like how did, I, how did that get past me oh well okay there was a lot of um, there was a lot of talk about it yeah I think I remember I specific, yeah I'm sure I do but I don't know why I didn't watch it or if I have I've forgotten about it because I've, I've watched a lot of movies man I've watched a lot Okay. You do watch a lot more than me. I'm much more pickier. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, for me, the one of the best moments um, that stood out was definitely the the final battle, even though it was kind of uh, incredulous, incredulous, unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. In many respects, um, and just to get there seemed a bit of a bit of a plod. I mean, it is a long film. It is a really long film. They probably could have definitely shaved like half an hour off it I think in my opinion okay made it a more tighter movie then? and just yeah just more focused and more story driven I don't know uh, it, as I said it's misjointed and it just needs to be more focused and streamlined okay <laughs> it does um, yeah but where it sits in the DCU I think um, I think because everyone's happy with it it made a lot of money yeah how much did it make? Let me just uh, let me just check on uh, Wikipedia. It made 1.3 billion. Wow. 1.1 billion, sorry, on a budget of 200 million. Yeah. So it made back nearly six times uh, its budget. Well, that's that's really good. Yeah, I bet DC are really happy with that. It's amazing it did it did that well. Actually, it is amazing. Well, again, expectations, isn't it? Mm. It is nuts. I'm just trying to think about it. It is nuts. It's crazy how it made that much money because obviously the character is probably like the lesser known and the, the lamest. And uh, <laughs> you've got to think like, I mean, even like the marketing for it, the trailers didn't make it look amazing. You're like, eh. So it's weird how it's done that well. It's very, very strange. Yeah, and um, and he did okay in, in Justice League. I didn't have a problem with Jason Momoa's Aquaman. He just didn't have enough to do. Yeah. So he was fine. So he didn't make any mistakes, and you're not thinking, oh, well, that was a shit character. I'm not going <laughs> to take that. You know, it's not like yeah. Green, the Green Hornet. You know, Green Hornet, no, the Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where yeah. he gets his whole movie, and that was supposed to kick off a sort of DC un- universe. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, this is, this is really lame. That was terrible, yeah. Yeah. And that was, by the way, their their first attempt at the DCU. Oh God! And it it, it is very Marvel in its uh, in its aesthetic. And then Snyder turned it to something else, a lot darker. Which I don't mind the dark thing as long as as long as it had depth. Yeah, as long as it made sense as well. Say again. As long as it made sense as well, because it didn't make that movie made no fucking sense. <laughs> 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 Even Ryan Reynolds is just like. He, he, he pokes fun at it himself. Yeah, he does. In Deadpool. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else to say? Uh, I'm looking forward to a sequel. I'll, I will actually watch a sequel. Yeah, I'll uh, watch a sequel. I reckon the sequel... I reckon the sequel could be better than this. If, Especially... I reckon they've probably learned some lessons whilst making this film, hopefully. And I reckon maybe uh-huh. storytelling-wise, they might tell a better story in a sequel. Because now they have established characters, they don't have to explain who anybody is. They can now focus on a story-driven sequel, which will be a lot better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like, although this movie didn't really do it, so that's okay, kind of, is that they, well, actually, a lot, in a lot of superhero movies, they set up the bad guy and then they kill the bad guy. Yeah. This movie didn't do that. No, it didn't, no. But then also... In other movies, like say Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange has a sidekick or a friend. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, he's then the enemy. Yeah. And they don't really justify it. It's like he's got to be the enemy, just like Loki is the enemy at the end of Thor. Yeah. And his boss, or his his co partner in Iron Man One, becomes the enemy at the end of Iron Man One. And there's no longevity to these to these bad guys. It's always like we've got to get them in a place of antagonism 
at the end of that movie whereas it took three movies for Luke Skywalker uh, Anakin Skywalker to become Darth Vader yeah yeah. so it kind of made more sense over the course of the years even though it wasn't a very good movie and a lot of these movies don't sort of want to hold on to who that character is so that you build a longer relationship with them and then in the second movie or the third movie then they turn yeah. evil and then, you, then you're really sort of um, more empathetic yeah, with you're their more, yeah. disagreement with the main character I mean even um, Spider-Man did it with Osborn oh yeah yeah in the original ones yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They, he took Sam Raimi took his time with that. Yeah, they're underrated. I, I liked especially Spider Man Two was really good. I, really, I like Spider Man Two. <laughs> it, it was a good film. It, uh, I like I like I like the first Spider Man. Uh, the second one's okay. <clears throat> That's good. It's not as good, even though even though everyone says it's like amazing. It's it, it's okay. I don't mind it. But then there's the whole. Then there is the setup though of going into the third one and Osborn Harry Osborn is going to be one of the antagonists. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame the third one ruined it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there we are. But I think mm. I think I think the point is clear though. They they do tend to rush it and put their chess pieces into place too soon to set up the next movie. So now we know that in Doctor Strange two, his his old friend, but who isn't really a friend? He trained with him for like a couple of days or something. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. Or a couple of months. Yeah. There isn't there isn't that much weight behind it, and I, and I wish they would obviously make us wait. Sorry to use the same word twice. Mm-hmm. Just leave it for later. Just like, you know, they did it with Thanos. They set him up and took ages with it. Yeah, and it worked. Dis- the disagreements yeah. between Captain America and Iron Man were always there. Yeah. Those those themes and tangents were there, and then it, it has that payoff kind That's of. That's why it works, I watched yeah. Civil War recently. Sorry to, go, sorry to stop talking about Aquaman, but I watched Civil War recently, and I just thought, ugh, the interaction doesn't really justify itself and the airport battle is kind of lame now oh no that airport, that airport battle is ace no it, it's so badly oh no I won't say badly but they don't know what to do with Vision and it's obvious yeah but I, that airport scene was like there's so many good moments in it yeah okay they're moments but when you step back and look at it logically like Vision isn't there uh, until he's needed and then he makes a mistake so he's now we know he's fallible yeah and it's not like if you watch the X-Men then remember the uncanny X-Men you can see all the animators have had uh, they've thought about it who's fighting who and you can see it on screen all those different characters but in Civil War you don't like Ant-Man should be able to take care of Black Widow easily but there they are fighting (laughs) Wanda is doing something off camera until we need her for that particular thing Vision's off camera until we need him for that particular thing and so forth and so forth and it's not it's not as cohesive as even the comic book X-Men uh, TV series. Uh, I suppose, but, like, I mean, it's a hard... Like, Civil War was a hard movie to shoot, as well as, as well as like, Avengers itself. There's so many characters to sort of, like, try and give moments to and try and work around. Yeah? I mean, it's got to be fucking... It's a job and a half. I mean, I think that scene holds up, and I think it's a good scene, the airport scene. Um... I think the movie as a whole as well so is it's a good movie. I I think the character moments are good mm. and the final act uh is Oh good. yeah, it's, I love the final act between the fight between it, them three. You got yeah, like Iron Man, Bucky and, and Iron Man. Oh, yeah, it's great, great. But if you look at it and analyze, if you just analyze that thing, that, that airport scene, it just doesn't it just doesn't hold up and there's too much there's too much dead space, too much empty space with what the characters are capable of doing. You just jump to a scene and there's there's Hawkeye saying, hey, I'm Clint, and Black Panther's like, I don't care. And then they're next to Ant-Man. But then what's everybody else doing? Why isn't Vision like shooting everyone? <laughs> like, he could just annihilate everyone uh, as we, easily. As we found out in, incapacitate them. in Infinity War, Vision is actually pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he is nerfed, but... In terms of story, in Infinity yeah. War, it's just justifiable. He, I think he had to be because, like, going into Infinity War, I thought, "Wow, Vision's so powerful; he can just twat everybody." But then he isn't. Right, and then he can phase, but then he says immediately, "I can't phase," and that's one of his attributes. <laughs> and he's fucked. In, and the gem thing, the mind gem, is easily sort of repelled by that, that by that blade that that guy is carrying. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> okay, so now. He's basically going to fight hand-to-hand combat, and he can't fly either anymore. Oh, I was sad that they got rid of Ultron. I was like, oh, they could have, he could have just been in the wind somewhere. 
<laughs> he's a fucking computer virus. He's basically a computer virus. Just, I don't know how he didn't, he didn't get away. They're like, oh, we've, we've managed to lock him down into that one body that's left. I'm like, bollocks. He's in the fucking internet. Like, absolute bollocks. You're not telling me he's the copy well, of him somewhere. I think, even though we've gone massively off the point of yeah, we have. Uh, Aquaman, we can, we, can, we can agree that they all, they all have problems, but we tend to nitpick at the Mar- Marvel movies. Yeah. And we're getting into like the details of the problems with the Marvel movies, whereas so the DCU movies, we're looking at big, massive structural story points or bad acting on someone's behalf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just bigger things that are going, we can just rant about. Yeah, definitely. To say what's wrong with them. Yeah. Um, did I actually say what I liked? The movie, the music, the climax, the climactic battle mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Um, I think that was it. Yeah. That was it for me, and it was just nice to be just. It was just filler. It was just good filler. <sighs> yeah, I mean, would you watch it again though? Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe if it was on TV, um, I, I, maybe I'd keep it on. <laughs> maybe I wouldn't go out my way or think to watch it again. Okay. No. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. There's, there's there's not much there either that you could probably uh, look back on. Or they could thread into future movies and as references. Mm, not really, no. Whereas with even with the first Iron Man and the second one, yeah, there were references to Wakanda in there, yeah, and and Nick Fury's in there, obviously, and he's always played a part in all of. That's this. what I mean. They've built up a history, whereas the DC films they haven't, and they they haven't got that thing no. to, to fall back on or even reference. Yeah, the characterizations are not consistent. Just like Batman's dead dark in the first one, and then he's like really happy in the next I one. I know it's it's mental, isn't it? That like what, what's going on there? Yeah, well, it's just pandering to audiences' uh, reactions, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas Marvel isn't so much doing that. They kind of know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, we just talked for nearly fifty minutes. We have. Do you know what we should do though? Save it. Well, there's, well, there's that, but there's like the whole. Rule 34 that we didn't touch upon. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so oh, Adam just reminded me. <laughs> Basically, we were talking in a, in, on, a, on different tangents about comic book movies, and then Adam mentioned Rule 34. Um, I'll leave this to you. <laughs> well, Rule 34, basically, if it exists, then there is a, a porn of it or a dirty sexual sort of graphic of whatever it is that you look up it's pretty mind-blowing and people these this are things that people have created on the internet people have made themselves it's just it's it's pretty sick <laughs> can you go into greater detail um well, I just said that anything you look up so anything say like you looked up anything Marvel anything Black say like Black Widow or Batman or you type in that into Google and put Rule 34, you're going to get an image of either Batman getting fucked or a big dick or something like that, basically. Pornographic. All the, ca- all the, all the, cartoon, all the cartoons basically turn into pornographic cartoons. Basically, yeah, or anything. You can look up anything. Now, why did you want to share this? Why did you bring this up? Because I, I totally forgot. I can't even remember why I brought it up, but... Just, yeah, but now you're forcing it. Now you're now you're like, hey, we talked about this last week. I want to talk about it again. We did because <laughs> we should end everything we talk about with this, and we can just, yeah, we should. <laughs> uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I guess. I can't even remember how it came about last time because it came about so naturally last time, and then this time I'm just like, oh, we have to talk about it now because we talked about it last time. <laughs> Okay, uh, so as a weird justification for spreading uh, pornographic anime content, pretty much to to our listeners. Yeah, but you 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 didn't know, did you? You didn't know about it. I was just like, no, I I didn't know because uh, no, I didn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a healthy sexual 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 relationship, and uh, I'm I'm okay. I, I I don't know about you. You're, you're like you're single and you're ready to mingle, and I don't know if you're. Want to get deeper into that? This exists. This exists. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating. People have made this. Okay. People make this shit. 
people spend their time hours drawing this it stuff. Is, it is, on the other yeah, and another aspect to it, it, it is interesting how people devote this much time to drawing these tunes. <laughs> They're not exactly famous for it, are they? <laughs> you know, there are there are probably a bigger. I say there are probably porn porn artists on Pornhub with larger followings than the majority of people on YouTube, and yet we don't know anything about them. No. And people talk about Vimeo as like the second largest video service, and it's like, get the fuck, Pornhub is probably like the biggest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But nobody wants to sort of reference that world. Oh, no. It's it's hilarious, because like, oh, so that, there was some sort of video game that kept, was coming out. Um, I'm, just, I'm, I'm going off something on a tangent here. But um, there were spoilers in this video game, the, the uh, footage for this video game. And no one wanted to see it, but it was uploaded to fucking Pornhub. So all these different right. spoiler videos were on Pornhub. Instead of like YouTube or anything like that, they were fucking purposely uploaded to fucking Pornhub. Because they knew that's where that's probably clever. most of their demographic would be on a fucking porn website. <laughs> that's fine, I mean... I, I'm, no, it's I, funny, I that's, hel- that's hilarious, yeah. I don't think you're ashamed of porn and I'm not ashamed of it. It's just that we don't have this dialogue... And there's all these Pornhub stars that we'd never talk about. I never see it in internet culture. Oh, it's funny. And yet all that effort. And they're actually making physical effort into making these movies. Never mind just Rule 34 and drawing anime characters. Well, it's funny, actually, because like you say that none of them are well-known. But there's, there's one guy, isn't there, called like Johnny Sims or something? And he's like... He's well-known. Yeah, he's a professional porn, he's a professional porn star. <laughs> he's a professional everything. I'm talking about... Yeah, but I'm talking about, uh, air quotes, creators okay. on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. Those ones that have a large audience and yet no one references them or refers to them in podcasts or you know in other places because we just don't tend to talk about porn yeah I know what you mean (laughs) there was a podcast I was listening to and they were talking about how the tech the tech pundits on in the podcast land don't reference any of the tech pundits pundits in the YouTube land they're two separate types of tech discussions and they don't mix Hardly any YouTubers have a podcast, and hardly any podcasters have a YouTube channel. <laughs> and it's something akin to that, really, where you've got this huge creator industry, again, air quotes, and uh, it's it's not mixing with, it's all, we just watch it in secret, basically. I think a lot of a lot of YouTube channels now do, they have podcasts, but... Reference porn. No, no, they have podcasts, but they're like, they're done live in a studio, aren't they? So you can actually watch the video of them podcasting. Or whatever. Like H three is it H three H three? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. And and don't forget, I am also a YouTuber. Yeah. 